Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome. Welcome to Warriors Wrap-Up. Wrap-Up. Curry takes another three. It's up and good! He's got 62! On 95.7, the game. To Looney up top. To Damian Lee over to Steph Curry. Guarded by his brother. Looney the screen. Steph has room. He fires. He hits. Steph Curry now with another 40-point night. The Warriors go up by 4, 96-92. 2.45 left in the game. Yeah, the Warriors would go on to win it 107-96. Another night where you just can't even describe what Stephen Curry was able to do. His eighth 40-plus point game of the season, the fourth in the last five games as Steph goes for 49, 10 more three-pointers in 17 attempts. He missed his first couple. The Warriors were actually down 12-0 in this game, Covey, but then outscored the Sixers uh, 107-84 to over the final portion of the evening really a game where the Warriors it felt like after that initial stretch controlled and it sometimes dominated this one this is a hell of a win for the Warriors given four and a half five hours ago we weren't even sure Steph Curry was going to be playing tonight all hail Steph Curry JD come on if this dude isn't the MVP what attributes does an MVP need to display he's chucking the team on his back in the most important time of the year with him they're a winning basketball team, and they're a factor. Without him, they're they're not a good basketball team at all. Like I, you know, even you look at a team like Philly. Okay, Joel Embiid's having a hell of a year. Take away Ben Simmons, take away Tobias Harris. That's a it's an average basketball team, right? Uh, you know, you look at like Denver. You take away a couple of their stars. Average basketball team. You take away Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors. They're they're struggling to find any win at all. So. I don't know. To me, it's it's next level. And yes, I totally agree with you. There was points where he took over this game tonight. And really the team, I, I think the defensive effort tonight, J.D., was terrific. And I thought, you know, the Warriors really bounced back from that loss in Boston. And uh, they came in here, got off to a slow start. But I love the fact that they didn't let that get them down at all. And uh, and, and to a man, the, they, they rallied. They played terrific team defense tonight, played disciplined basketball, and got out of Philly with a massive win. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It's Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson and Ryan Covey as we are with you. Warriors now back to 500, 29 and 29, and uh, they will wrap up this road trip Wednesday 
in Washington and the Warriors with a chance to make it a four and one trip uh, on this uh, five game swing. Uh, and you look at Golden State right now, they've won five out of six going back uh, to the Houston game. So they take the bad loss against Washington, but they're able to bounce back. They beat the Rockets. They're able to beat Denver uh, inside Chase Center before beginning this trip. And now it's it's three and one on the trip for Golden State uh, with one to go. I echo everything you had to say as far as the defense. Uh, you got to give, I think, a nod to Kevon Looney specifically. Oh, yeah. I mean, rebounding always can be a, an issue for this Warriors team he has 15 of them himself another night where we always talk about can you keep relying on Kevon Looney to play 30 plus you knew shorthanded without JTA tonight uh, and the other bigs you might have to but but he held up uh, and and was up for the challenge in this one just a terrific terrific effort uh, from Kevon Looney yeah, a career high in assists for Kavon. And, you know, he got in a little bit of foul trouble, both him and Draymond, because they were they were so physical, body and Embiid, and just making everything tough. There was that play down the stretch, J.D., where they kind of sandwiched Embiid and forced him into the turnover. I thought they just made him work for everything he got tonight. And really, that's what you got to do against star players, right? You know, they're, they're going to get theirs, but make them become either volume shooters or make them work for it so they start to tire down. Uh, and you knew... Without Tobias Harris and without Ben Simmons, a lot was going to be asked of Joel Embiid tonight. He had a really good game, but it was kind of uh, reminiscent of the game Jokic played against the Dubs, you know, what, you know, about 10 days ago, whatever it was. Kind of the same deal, right? You know, he got his, but it wasn't in, you know, explosive fashion. It was in, yeah, okay, he got his, but you made him earn every inch of, of ground out there. And that was Kevon Looney and Draymond Green both, uh, both working so hard down on the block. And you're right, Looney, I mean, look, we know Steph is the most important player on this team right now probably Draymond second Looney might be number three for me simply because there's nobody behind him and they need him to be that dude down on the block getting offensive rebounds setting the tone down on you know down in the painted area uh he's playing his best basketball in a couple of years the last few weeks at a time where they desperately needed it yeah and Kevon Looney career high 15 rebounds in this ball game played just under 34 minutes, but the Warriors definitely needed the boost. And uh, Andrew Wiggins, nice game for him. He goes for 16. Damian Lee, a couple of games against Philadelphia in this season, and he uh, played very well in both of them as he wound up uh, with 12 points. And the Warriors bench uh, has actually played pretty well uh, over this stretch. I mean, Steve Kerr's basically dealing with whoever he has that's that's the bench and uh but mainly uh it's been Damian Lee and, and Jordan Poole not the best shooting night for Jordan Poole but over this longer stretch uh he's he's played better in conjunction with Damian Lee I know Bazemore not the best game for Bazemore tonight but he's played better overall uh, as the Warriors have found ways to win but tonight it was just it, it was really Looney and Draymond and a little bit of Wiggins and a whole hell of a lot of Steph to the tune of 49 points and uh, Curry now has overtaken Bradley Beal for the top spot in terms of scoring in the NBA. I know all the the chatter about MVP and can he uh, wind up, you know, vaulting his way up the list here over the course of these final now 14 games. Well, he has surpassed Bradley Beal and could have a shot at maybe winning a second scoring title. 
Yeah, and it just speaks to the excellence. I mean, it's a nice round 440 points his last 11 games. I didn't even need to get out the calculator, J.D. That's an average of 40 points a game. Uh, so it's it's on a whole nother level for Stephen Curry. And I think, you know, once we found out he was playing tonight, uh, gave everybody a lift, gave the broadcast a lift, gave uh, Tim Roy and Jim Barnett a lift. I listened to them in the first quarter when I was driving home. Uh, and, and obviously it gave this team a lift. So, uh, and, and I love, J.D., that they shook off the tough start, right? I mean, they started out 0 for 7. Seven shooting the rock. They're in a 12 nothing hole. Steve Kerr had to call timeout. The way that they came out of that timeout, uh, they just started being much more disciplined defensively, and they started moving the ball. I said on the pregame, this Philadelphia defense is going to frustrate them a bit. It's going to stagnate them at times. You're just going to have to play through those stretches. I mean, the Warriors as a team, 15 assists tonight. Uh, that's the Sixers forcing you out of your game. But, you know, Steph, the minute he crosses, you know, the, the center line in midcourt, mid he's officially in range. So uh, that kind of skews the uh, the defensive parameters a bit. But I just thought the Warriors did a really nice job fighting off the tough start and gutting it out. And they matched Philly's intensity on the defensive end. I mean, you think about it, J.D. Philly scored 41 points in the second half of this game tonight. 15 in the third and 26 in the fourth. That is a hell of a job against the top team in the Eastern Conference in their house for a road-weary and shorthanded Warriors team. Yeah, and they were able to do it without fouling, which I think was a big part of the action. Uh, you know, Philly gets to the line. The Warriors love putting teams on the line. The Warriors love to, you know, when they're not going well, it, it looked like, you know, turnovers are an issue, and it looked like at times, and, and in the early going, turnovers were an issue for this team in this game. It looked like that could be, you know, if this thing wound up close down the stretch, maybe that could, could play a role. But uh, for the most part, the Warriors didn't, uh, they didn't really over foul uh, in this ball game, which uh, you know, could be problematic. They went to the line 32 times. The Sixers only went to the free throw line 18 times. So I think the the dogged defense that you mentioned with not fouling and putting Philadelphia at the free throw line, really other than Joel Embiid, who did get there 14 times himself, although that was offset by Curry, who got there 12 times, the Warriors weren't allowing Philadelphia to just you know make free throws on a night where they weren't shooting the basketball well and offset it. Yeah, and the Warriors, look, Philly gets to the line better than anybody in coming into this game. You know, the Warriors, I think if last time I checked, they were the worst team in the NBA as far as committing fouls. So you figured that would be an area that they'd be in trouble. Obviously, no Simmons and, and no Harris it made things a little bit easier for the Warriors. But still, it takes discipline. And, and you know, I, I would say, you know, the Warriors have been voluntary participants defensively this year, but at times to a fault, like not making the right basketball play, almost trying too hard sometimes. And, and yeah, sure, they're victims of the lazy reach or the ill-timed reach or the foul on the three-point shooter, just the kind of fouls that will just drive you mad. But tonight, the defensive effort was there, but there was also that attention to detail. It was high IQ stuff, and I think Draymond gets a lot of credit for that. I mean, you know, Draymond's out there directing traffic. He's, he's keeping guys engaged, um, you know, letting them know their assignments. He's back there quarterbacking thing so um, I think Draymond gets a ton of credit and he ends up as a plus 15 tonight defensively only Damian Lee at plus 16 was better so uh, big night for Draymond defensively and then look chipped in eight points got four down the stretch hit a couple of buckets that was huge for the dubs eight points all in the second half so really nice bounce back game for Draymond tonight yeah, you look at you know, some of the other nuggets, the, the 20 in the fourth quarter uh, for Steph. I mean, bringing the Warriors home, uh, just unbelievable stuff. Mentioned the fourth time uh, in the last, what, five games where he's had 10 or more three-pointers. It's just uh, it's just out of this world stuff. And, you know, there are nights where teams are going to try and take him away. There are also nights where, uh, you know, 
you want to play a ball movement open style and get everybody else involved, but you got to make sure that your your superstar can bring you home. And I thought tonight it it was it was almost Steph versus everybody in this one down the stretch, but because the Warriors uh, and and Steve Kerr allowed that to happen. You mentioned the the you know lack of of assists in this one. Sometimes you just got to let your best player win or lose take some big time shots. And and Steph just delivered dagger after dagger uh, at different points in that fourth quarter, that final six minute stretch where he wound up going for twenty en route to the forty nine. And this is a this is a big win. I mean, I can't I, I just can't say enough when you look at at where the Warriors you know you. And it keeps the positive momentum going off of the Boston game, right? You you go and you you play that game, and it's a high level game, but you wind up not being able to close it out down the stretch. Get down early tonight, uh, and and but to be able to bounce back and get a win, it just it shows you that the Houston game and the Denver game and the OKC game and the Cleveland game. Those games mattered because this team is actually building towards something. To be able to shake off a loss like Saturday and bounce back and play at the level the Warriors did, especially after not getting off to a great start in this one, that shows you that what they're doing uh, collectively. We know what Steph is doing is for real, but collectively it shows you what this group is doing for real uh, because now they've done it a couple of different times against some, some quality opponents. Yeah, and it had been a long time coming since they beat a big boy team on the road. I, I had to look at the schedule. I mean, I was thinking it was the Lakers on MLK Day, and that, that was it. I mean, they've only had a couple of them on the year. So uh, this one certainly gets categorized when you beat the top team in the Eastern Conference in their house. That's a big-time win. And, you know, Steph check back in. What's crazy, J.D., is he goes for 20 in the fourth quarter. That was in six minutes and 54 seconds. Like, you know, normally Steph goes for 20. It's the first of the third quarter, right, because he's playing the whole quarter. So, you know, he's going to – it's still a terrific quarter, even if – if you play all 12 minutes, but he played seven minutes and still scored 20 points down the stretch. So that's all time. And and the, the number that stands out to me, I mean, the, the statistical pornography, as I call it, just goes on so long. But uh, the, the last four games, or excuse me, last five games, Steph's hit 10 or more threes four times. We know Clay Thompson is second on the all-time list of guys of 10 or more threes, and he's done it five times. So in the last, like, two weeks, Steph's done it four times. Clay, second all-time in, in doing that, hitting 10 or more threes, and he's done it five times in his entire career. So it just... The, the brilliance for Steph just doesn't stop. That's if he goes for another ten, like to have you know to have achieved what Clay's done in his whole career to do that in a, you know a span of a couple of weeks, like that's pretty much untouchable stuff. It, like I said, I tweeted out during the game. I reiterate it. It's Michael Jordan esque. It's that type of dominance, that type of greatness. You know I'm gonna you know I'm gonna take the shot. You know the ball's in my hands. You know it's coming, and you can't do a damn thing about it. That's special. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. As you're listening to ninety five seven, the game KGMZ FM and HD one, San Francisco and Odyssey Station. It's John Dickinson and Ryan Covey. It's Warriors wrap up here on ninety five seven, the game. The Warriors with the, one of their most impressive wins of the season as they win at Philadelphia tonight, one hundred seven to ninety six. After trailing twelve nothing in the first couple of minutes of this one, turnovers a problem early. Stephen Curry missed his first couple of shots uh, in this one from deep, but he winds up going off for forty nine points, and the Warriors wind up getting the win. Now a three and one trip, and you look at the Warriors overall; they've won five of six. Uh, to get to 500 now as they are 29 and 29 uh, as the Warriors have uh, 14 games to go. They'll finish up this road trip in Washington on Wednesday before they come home to take on uh, the 
uh, Nuggets and the Kings and the Mavs and the Warriors. You look, uh, San Antonio got a win tonight, Covey. Uh, You look at the Grizzlies who are playing in Denver uh, in this one tonight. Uh, The Warriors stay even with San Antonio, though uh, they have one more win uh, over the uh, they have one more win, one more loss, but they remain even with San Antonio now. Game and a half back of the Grizzlies. We'll see what happens as far as the final uh, in the in the Grizzlies Nuggets game, uh, and the Warriors also gain on Dallas as well. So the Warriors now uh, chasing Dallas for seventh. If you want to play that game, uh, just two games uh, separating. Uh, the Warriors and the Grizzlies. And right now, coming down the final seven minutes in Denver, Memphis actually been a good road team. They actually have a 104-99 lead uh, at Denver, uh, again, with seven minutes to go. And that's, of course, a different Nuggets team uh, without Jamal Murray in place. So we'll keep you updated on all that. But the Warriors keep pace with the Spurs. They inch closer for now on the Grizzlies, and they do pick up a half game on the Mavs. Yeah, let's go Nugs. Let's go Nugs. That would just be a really nice... uh, you know, a nice pick-me-up for the Dubs. And, you know, you talk about the Washington game coming up on Wednesday. And, you know, the last time the Warriors, you know, saw Washington, we know how that game ended. That also kick-started a really nice run for the Wizards. They've won, what, seven of eight? Uh, you know, they beat the Jazz in Utah. So, all of a sudden, you know, with, with Beal and Westbrook back healthy, those guys are playing their best hoop of the year. So, that will be no small task for the Golden State Warriors. And, you know, I remember last time Rui Hachimura is going off on them. So, um, hopefully the Warriors, you know, getting a little healthier now you got Ubre back in there um you know hopefully they'll they'll just go in there with uh you know a little bit of payback and a little bit of revenge on their mind we know the Warriors can beat that team when they play their game and certainly when Steph Curry plays the way he's capable of but uh, you know I'm I'm just low-key really looking forward to that game on Wednesday it's a chance to get back over 500 get a little get back on Washington and and put the finishing touches on what would be a massive road trip for this team. I mean, four and one with some of the stops on this trip. So uh, this is more than the Warriors could have hoped for a couple of weeks ago. They've created this reality for themselves, and, and rightfully so. I mean, look, your best players need to carry you during stretches of the season, especially a team a little thin like the Dubs right now. And Steph Curry's doing that at a very high level, and other guys are falling in line. Even a guy like Wiggins tonight, who, you know, that that fourth quarter, J.D., you know, that unit that came out there, they were up five. They actually pushed it up to seven. But then, you know, they just couldn't get anything going offensively. They really got bogged down. And that's where I would have liked to have seen Andrew Wiggins kind of, you know, try and put his imprint on that game offensively. I mean, defensively, <laughs> he was really good. Rebounding. I know, I know. We say it every night. But, man, and because I kind of like that group, right? It's it's Poole. It's Oubre. It's Damian Lee. It's Kevon Looney. And it's Wiggins. Like, that group should be able to get some money against backups for the freaking Sixers. But, you know, just he wasn't able to do it. So a little frustrating there. But otherwise, uh, even a, a decent night for, uh, for Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, not not a good stretch in the fourth quarter for that group. A pretty good stretch for that quarter uh, for that group in the second quarter. And that group has changed a little bit because there's been players in and out with JTA and 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 Ubre had been out, which had opened the door. Uh, so it, it it changed tonight compared to what it has been, and has changed a couple of different times. But I think overall the Warriors. Fourth quarter tonight, notwithstanding, have actually been getting a pretty pretty solid performance uh, top to bottom from from that group, depending upon who's been on it uh, on a night in night out basis. But I hear you on Wiggins. I've just I've just stopped I, I've stopped worrying about it or wondering about it or or even <laughs> expecting it. Like if there is a time where he he takes the reins and says, "All right, I'm 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 going for it. I'm going to try and at least for a stretch here, try and you know put this team on my back or try and get mine." Uh, and kind of go off a little bit. Like I'll tip my cap to him, but but I think we're we're well beyond the days this season of uh, expecting uh, anything from Wiggins. But I, I know exactly where you're coming from 
uh, on that respect. To me, you just have to take your take your 16 on 6 of 11. I mean, how many nights has he had the 16 <laughs> on 6 of 11? Did have 10 boards tonight, played solid defense as he has on most nights. I think I think you have to take it and then hope that hope that that holds up when Clay Thompson's back in the fold next year and I think I think the Warriors will be perfectly uh, fine with that. 888-957-9570 888-957-9570 It's Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, John Dickinson and Ryan Covey as we're with you here. Probably till about 8.40 or 8.42. We may kick it to 9. I know the game ran a little bit late uh, and we'll have the final word for you as well as we'll get you up to uh, 10 o'clock uh, as we do each and every night here on 95.7 The Game. Let, let's hear a little bit from Steph Curry uh, post game, the man of the night, 49 points in this one. Uh, mentioned he missed his first couple shots, had some turnovers. Seth was getting the better of Steph early. <laughs> uh, here's what Steph had to say if he thought uh, it was maybe going to be an off night for him the way the game started down 12-0. No, I had to figure out how they regard me because usually uh... – I mean, obviously, the way I've been shooting, I expected a little bit more aggressiveness at the ball, and they were funneling me, and I was making all the wrong decisions. I just had to kind of settle down and figure out what the look was and then see one shot go down, and we clawed our way back into the game and gave ourselves some life, so that was good after that 12-0 start and then just scrapped the rest of the way. Obviously, if there's time left and me and Draymond in a pick and roll, good things happen. Yeah, and it was 12 nothing, and then 24-12 for the rest of the quarter to be tied at the end of the one. At the end of one, Philly didn't even win the first quarter for their 12 nothing start. Yeah, and you give the Warriors all the credit. I mean, Steph hit a couple of threes. You know, I know the Warriors were down 10, and then finally Steph gets a couple, uh, leads all of a sudden down to four. It was back-to-back possessions after they got a stop in between. So it's, you know, it's amazing what a three-point shot for Steph or him getting on a roll and hitting a couple. It can really swing a game, right? It can, it can erase a deficit pretty damn quick, or it can, it can pump up a Warriors lead as it did down the stretch tonight uh, when he checked back in and scored 20 in the final 654. So, yeah, I, I, you, know, and you, could, I, you know, that might have been different if there was – you know, 18,000 screaming fans in there, right? It, it might be a little harder to overcome that. So, you know, you take the take the advantages this season as you can find them. But regardless, you figured the Warriors would, you know, settle into a defensive, you know, form at some point during this game. I mean, you know, that stuff is, isn't really sustainable. As long as you're not fouling, uh, if you're the Warriors and you're forcing Philly into perimeter shots, that's not really their game. I know, I know Danny Green, uh, you know, that's his game. And, and certainly Seth Curry, they've tried to add some shooting to that team, especially considering where they were at last year. Um, but you figured, hey, don't foul and stop turning the damn ball over. Uh, and, and you'll get going and you'll get in your rhythm. And you're right. I mean, they had this thing turned around by the end of the first quarter. I think they actually even had a five or a six-point lead in the second quarter at one point. So, you know, they, they had settled in in this game. And by the fourth quarter, the only thing I was thinking, J.D., was, all right, you know, survive without Steph. And then, okay, don't give up the lead. And I know they did for a hot second. I think, you know, uh, they ended up going up by maybe two at one point. Or maybe it was just one. But regardless, you know, Steph just flipped that switch. And then all of a sudden it was, you know, we, we got this in hand and we're up nine late. And I, I just felt like Steph was going to be damned if it was going to be his brother that was going to be on the, uh, you know, on the winning end of the night where Steph finally cooled off. He's like, Am I, I'm going to cool off eventually, but it ain't going to be against my little bro in Philly. No chance. Yeah, no chance, and the Warriors uh, get the win, and Steph goes for 49. Coming up, uh, your phone calls, 888-957-9570. Eric and Milbury hold the line there. We'll get to you coming out here on the other side. And we got a bunch of great notes 
uh, well, just a page worth of great notes uh, with respect to Stephen Curry and the historic run that that he's on. You won't want to miss that. Warriors get the win, 107-96. Warriors wrap-up with J.D. and Covey continues right here on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Steph Curry with the ball, off a pick by Draymond, takes a three, it's up, and Golden State retakes the lead. Another three ball by Curry. It's 91-90, Curry now with 35. Now, back to Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson and Ryan Covey on 95.7 The Game. And Steph would go on to score 49, and the Warriors go on to win 107-96. to Warriors wrap up here with JD and Covey. 888-957-9570. Covey, we got the Steph Curry platitudes here coming up in just a moment. We'll also get to Eric, but uh, the Warriors did something tonight that they have not done a lot of this year, and that is win a game when they don't score 110 points. The Warriors tonight with the win improved. Covey to three and twenty-three when they score below one hundred and ten. That's just the third time this year that the Warriors have won when they fail to get to one ten. Defense, defense. That's what it was tonight, man. They deed up, and uh, hey, sometimes you got to win a little ugly. And they did that tonight. But, yeah, that's what I said on the pregame when we were talking. I'm like, well, we know they're going to need to score at least 110 to beat Philly tonight. And even if Steph goes for 40, you know, somebody's still going to have to chip in 70 points. Well, Steph got his, and, and thankfully they didn't need the 110. So, um, you know, Steph, Steph had me covered on both ends, so it was all good. Yeah, and you mentioned the defense. The Warriors 6-0 and now when they hold their opponent under 100, and they did that tonight. So the Warriors do win 100% of the time uh, when they yeah. hold the opponent under 100, as they did tonight. Uh, Eric in Milbray is up here. Hey, Eric, you're on 95.7 The Game. What up, fellas? What's up, baby? What's Man. up, E? Do we ever get tired of talking about the greatness of Curry? Because I certainly don't. Because this guy is on a run unlike we haven't seen in modern times. Though one of you, I think, said uh, – uh, Jordan-esque, and uh, you were spot on. That's the only thing you can compare this performance to. Uh, uh, Jokic, Joel Embiid, y'all are great players, but step aside. You're not 
Curry's letting you guys know what this MVP looks like. I mean, this you can probably – I didn't think he could top his uh, the 73-win season the un- anonymous, uh, when he won the MVP. And he's right now with the rampage he's on, probably not going to be able to do it because their record. But his single individual play is putting him at that status. And he's so far right now the best player in the league the last, like, month. And uh, there's nobody close. And you guys mentioned he's probably going to win the scoring title again. So – just to go in there, and this wasn't one of the worst teams in the league. This was the best team in the East. And to hold them under 100 points and under uh, 40% shooting, that just tells you what the, what this team can complete when Curry's playing like he is and, and everybody's following his lead. And he just put them uh, – Philadelphia is a great defensive team, and they just have no answers with them. I, obviously, they didn't have Simmons, but I don't want to hear about your injuries. Nobody's had more than the Warriors. So this yeah. this really puts me in a good mood in terms of, where they position themselves to getting in the playoffs because uh, they, I know they kicked the, they, they blew that game in Boston. They should have beat Boston in that final minute. But tonight, uh, I thought they would probably blow it late in the fourth, but Curry came to the rescue, put it away. So, boys, I'm feeling good about this. And uh, everybody's panicking after their, their, their losing streak. But back on track, if you can beat the, the best team in the East like they did tonight, uh, are, are, anything possible for this team? I'll get your thoughts on that. Thanks for the time, fellas. Yeah, pre- appreciate the call, Kovey. I'll, I'll let you comment on it. But this is why this is why I asked the question a couple of days ago, and this was before the forty-seven in Boston and before the forty-nine in Philly. Not that Steph can win the MVP, but can he get himself to a point? Because these last fifteen, sixteen games count. Like, like yeah. it's not like the season ended. It, you know, I it, I feel like the tone of the MVP is well. You know, it's it's whatever whoever's ahead with fifty five games to go, or whoever's tenth with fifty five games to go, is just going to finish tenth. And I, I just I wanted to at least pose that question: If Steph continues at the level he'd been on, he's gone for forty seven and forty nine cents. And if the Warriors' record, because of their easy schedule, winds up being close to or in line with Dallas, Portland, still plausible. Why wouldn't he be getting the same level of credit for holding this team up at that point that a Luka has gotten or that a Damian Lillard has gotten? Again, it's contingent on the record actually being 39 or 40 win you know, level, which could be still a tall ask, but not impossible given the schedule. His level of play, though, I mean, there's no question regarding that aspect of it. Yeah, if the Warriors somehow, you know, in the last 14 go like 11 and 3 uh, and they end up 40 and 32, um, I, I don't think you and, and it's, you know, Steph averaging like in excess of 35 points down the stretch. I don't think that you could deny him at that point. Not only do these games count, they should count for more. This is the stretch drive. This is this is winning time. This is playoff clinching time. And, you know, this team's been dealt one blow after another. And, you know, certainly Steph playing through some injury, uh, you know, with the tailbone and you miss some time. Like for him to come out on the other side of this and be in this kind of a zone, uh, to me, that that counts for more. And, and honestly, I mean, you know, you'd expect Jokic's play to maybe taper off a bit. No Jamal Murray. I mean, I know they're they're in a tight one with Memphis right now. Uh, but, you know, that's that, look, Steph's numbers are meteorically ahead of where he's at. Embiid, look, they went head up tonight. You tell me who had a better basketball game tonight, Steph Curry or Joel Embiid. I mean, it's not even close. So, you know, the byproduct, the good news is, if Steph even inserts himself into that conversation where it's like, hey, look, man, it can't be denied. This guy needs to get some MVP votes. If we hit that level, then that means the Warriors are in a pretty solid playoff spot. So hopefully one hand will wash the other there. But for me, I think Steph Curry is the MVP. 
it's kind of, you know, I grew up a Cubs fan, J.D., and Andre Dawson won the MVP when I was a kid when the Cubs were in last place. Why? Because Andre Dawson put up MVP numbers, and you shudder to think where that team would have been without him. I think it's really a comp here. Like, where would this team be without Steph Curry right now? I'll tell you. They'd be fighting it out with Minnesota uh, for the worst record in, in the West. So, I mean, and with them, they got action at maybe like the sixth seed. So, it's to me, it's pretty cut and dry. Steph deserves a ton of MVP credit, and he's doing it at the most important time of the year. Yeah, he, he really is. And, and again, it's fine. If you want to say Embiid, you know, best player, best team in the East, if you want to say Jokic for helping that team through things, I'm I'm good with that. If you want to have a conversation about, you know, maybe a couple of the players on, on Utah because they've had the best record in the league throughout the course of the year, I'm okay with that. Hell, you know, Damian Lillard with, with some of the injuries to Nurkic and, and the injuries to C.J. McCollum, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, Luka, I'm, I'm fine with him being in the conversation, but – the conversation should have Stephen Curry in the top, to me, in the top five or six, if the Warriors' record continues to get pushed to where it's comparable, in particular to those those teams like Portland and like Dallas, which is still like, what, what if they're within a game of each other? And it's basically, right. yeah, well, the Warriors were great with Steph, and they were one and seven without him, and they finished thirty nine and thirty three, forty and thirty two. Portland finishes thirty nine and thirty three, you know, forty and thirty two. Dallas finishes right about there, and sure, maybe the Warriors wind up eighth, let's say. Uh, but it's those other two seven six, and they're all separated basically by a game. Like to me, at that point, Steph shouldn't be any worse than maybe sixth in the in the in the in the MVP voting. He was. Freaking twelfth, I think, on the on the basketball reference tracker, and, and I don't know Tim Bontemps does his straw poll at different points. He released another one on Saturday. I think he was twelfth in that. Like, g- give me a break with that. Like, again, he doesn't have to win it, but to me, he should be top five, top six in that conversation. If the Warriors wind up, you know, winning games and and get on a hot streak here down the stretch. Yeah, and I just checked. Uh, I checked oddshark.com, and this was as of the. 14th. So this was last Wednesday. So before Steph did what he did in Boston and Steph on this list, it goes Jokic, Embiid, Lillard, Giannis, Harden, LeBron, Luka, Kawhi, then Steph. I'm sorry. You can't tell me. And, and Steph at plus 12,500. 12, uh, Jokic, the odds on favorite at minus 225. So, um, I mean, he's way down that list. You could still damn near get 12 to 1 on your money for Steph. I, honestly, how can you have LeBron James ahead of Steph right now when LeBron James has missed so much time? Even Kawhi. I mean, Harden, uh, okay. But, you know, he plays with a bunch of superstars. Like, sorry. To me, the MVP needs to be a guy that literally puts his team on his back and carries them to victories. And Steph does that, I think, single-handedly better than anybody. Uh, but again, I, I know that you need to be better than a 500 basketball team in the modern-day NBA to win an MVP. I understand that. But all I'm saying is you're, you're spot on, J.D. I think 11-3 and three down the stretch. Warriors finish 40-32. and 32, And Steph averages, you know, from here on in, and those last 13, regardless of what he's done the last you know couple of weeks, if he can be like a 35-point-per-game guy from here till the end of the season – Come on, man. It can't be denied at that point. Yeah, and, and you know, people say, oh, well, Russell Westbrook, you know, the year he he won and, and they were, you know, down in the in the conference standings, a, a playoff team, but down in the conference standing. Oh, he did something historic. He won, you know, averaged a triple double. And I and look, I get that. But what Steph has done over the course of these last eleven games now is historic. So if he continues to do it for another, you know, fourteen uh, at this point. Then, then why wouldn't – again, I get it. It's not the same level necessarily, but I'm not even saying he has to win it. It's just there's no, there's no way we should be looking at Steph as like the 12th 
uh, you know, guy in the MVP race or eighth. Or, like, he needs to be in that five or six range. 49 more points tonight. Uh, eighth game of 40 or more this season. Uh, four of the last five games, Stephen Curry has scored uh, 40 or more. Also, the 11th consecutive game, he scored at least 30, which is the longest streak now in NBA history by a player age 33 or older. And over the span of the last 11 games, I know you had some of these numbers earlier, but averaging exactly 40 points per game, uh, shooting 54% uh, from the field, just a tick under 50 from three-point range, 49.7, and he's 90.3 at the free throw line. Oh, yeah, also six boards and four and a half assists per game uh, as Curry uh, hit for 10 or more threes for the sixth time this season and for the 21st time in his career. Just incredible, incredible stuff for number 30. Yeah, and he broke Kendrick Perkins' spirit finally. We know Kendrick Perkins has been a well-documented Steph naysayer. This came out from Perk about an hour ago. Hey, Steph Curry 30, I apologize uh, that I've ever said any negative about you, I apologize, sir. What you were doing on the court and the game of basketball is beyond legendary. Another 49-piece, spicy with the W. I was just jealous because you were light-skinned and I'm not. Carry the hell on. <laughs> so that go. was from Kendrick Perkins today. So he broke Perk. I'm waiting for Charles Barkley to come out and, and acknowledge uh, that he's full of it, too, around Steph. All these Steph haters need to stand on up, man. Where's Adam Clanton from Houston Radio, who we've had on before, who was always, who was always player hating on Steph? He's a friend of the program, just busting his stones. But, I mean, honestly, anybody out there that's ever said anything bad about Steph, you know the Twitter people will always find the, the freezing cold tweets out there? I, I, we need to start digging up some of those Steph tweets, man. And just keep, keep screenshotting them to Steph, too, because apparently uh, that's been a huge part of what's motivating him. Uh, he's just he's not going to let that – he's not going to take it lying down, man. It's just – it's so beautiful to watch. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. J.D. and Covey here, Warriors wrap-up. Warriors get the big win over the Sixers tonight, 107-96. Uh, we're keeping an eye on Memphis and Denver right now. Uh, Memphis has just gone up five with 2.07 to go in overtime. Uh, that game in the Mile High City in OT, and John Morant just hit a big three, so – Grizzlies 125 to 120 over Denver, 207 to go. Grizzlies actually had a five point lead at about this juncture in regulation, and the Nuggets were able to force overtime. So it's been one of the better games uh, in the NBA. We'll keep you posted on that as the Warriors will either be uh, within a game of Memphis if the Grizzlies should find a way to lose it, uh, or it'll dip uh, back to two games of separation between the Warriors at 29 and 29 and the Grizzlies, who would actually move into a tie with Dallas uh, for the 7 8 spot. Uh, should they uh, get this victory in Denver. Let, let's hear from Stephen Curry uh, following this ball game. Uh, we've talked a lot about the platitudes and the historic run that he's on. Well, Steph was asked if he's aware that he's on such a tear. I mean, from Wilts last week and then this, this streak, I'm obviously aware, but it's, you don't put too much pressure on yourself. You just play basketball. I think for the first time in that third quarter, I started to press a little bit down the stretch and they started to pick up the intensity on the ball and rushed a couple of shots. But for the most part, I've just settled in to just having fun, you know, being aggressive, obviously, but kind of letting the game come to you. For me, that looks that looks a certain type of way, but I'm having a blast out there just playing basketball. and It's obviously working. He's having a blast. It's obviously working, Kobe. I don't think anybody's going to dispute that one. 
Well, and he, yeah, I, I think he isn't pressing. I mean, there's no doubt. He's not forcing shots. I mean, there's a couple times, but here's the thing. Who, who are we to say when Steph Curry's in range or not, right? Or what's a bad shot when you're the greatest shooter that ever lived? Did, did the shot get blocked? Because if it didn't get blocked, that means it was a good shot. I mean, honestly, like it's, it's that drastic with Steph right now. And I love the fact that, you know, he missed that late free throw and he's pissed because he didn't get for 50. Like, you know, that's what he's angry about. But he's on a good one right now. And you can tell he's having a lot of fun and, that's why I was I was double glad that the ankle injury wasn't that serious because a obviously now he's available to play basketball for your team which is massively important but also it doesn't it doesn't break him up the, you know it doesn't break up the streak right he gets to stay in this good rhythm I mean honestly I bet he can't wait to get to the gym right now that hoop is huge to him so uh, it, it was you know the stars are aligning right now for Steph to go on this run and it's at a time where this team desperately needed him I mean come on you know I, I think this team hit rock bottom against Toronto when they got embarrassed like that and you know Steph and Draymond watched that game in street clothes and they were like no 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 we ain't going out like that we are a better team than this I mean Steve Kerr's talked about this run that he feels like was imminent for this t entire year basically and now it's finally arrived and so not a moment too soon obviously because the season was really getting away from him but of course it's Steph leading the way I mean what the hell did we expect he was going to do he, he's a two-time MVP and a three-time champ greatest shooter that ever lived like I guess we should have seen this coming in some in some form. Maybe not quite to this level, but I think it's important for Steph to remind us all that he's got this kind of thing in him. Yeah, and you look at the Warriors overall here, you knew, and, and I'm with you, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there as far as the Warriors maybe bottoming out in, in that game back on April the 2nd at Toronto where they, they got beat by, by 53 and were down by 60 and it was embarrassing. And yeah, Steph and Draymond didn't play, but that was the moment where it really was Okay, like are are you gonna are you gonna try to, to make a run this season or are you gonna pack it in? That was a legitimate question for that weekend. And the Warriors, you know, not only did they not uh pack it in, you know, they played a little bit better in Atlanta. I don't think that was a great game. I know I, I know some think, oh, they had a chance to win that game. They had a chance to win it, but they really didn't play well in that game. But you I look agree. at you look at, hey, are they going to make up for you know some of these losses at some point? And you just look at this last couple of weeks now. You beat Milwaukee. Uh, yes, you did have the blip uh, against Washington, but now you've beaten Milwaukee, you've beaten Denver, and you've won at Philadelphia. So you look at three really good wins here over the course of the last uh, couple of weeks, and now it's it's those three to the one you know, negative, really, against Washington. So I think when you add it up, this team is starting to turn a corner, and that's a big reason why uh, they've gotten themselves back to 500 from, from four under. I mean, that was, that was a legitimate, even with the schedule, uh, concern. Like, well, maybe they might just have to be the 10th seed and be 35 and 37. Uh-uh. Now this team has given themselves an opportunity where they've righted this thing, and they still have the schedule in front of them, and now they're playing well for the most part, against everybody. You know, good teams on the road, they're playing well. Good teams at home, they're playing well and winning. You know, Bad teams, with the exception of Washington, they're playing well. They're just playing well. Right, and and the good news is too because you know they're they're capable now, and they've shown that they can go in and beat a Philadelphia in Philly, play Boston down to the uh, down to the wire. For a lot of these other games that they have coming up down the stretch, I mean the Pelicans. If the Pelicans keep dipping out of this thing, you know who knows? Are they going to maybe you know start sitting Zion down a bit down the stretch? Because the last thing they need to do is get him hurt. I mean who who knows? But 
The reality is there are a ton of winnable games down the stretch for the Dubs. Even before they were playing better, we thought, okay, well, at least the schedule eases up at the end of the year. What if that coincides with this team still being on a heater? Like, then it's, you know, they should make mincemeat of some of these teams, a la what they did against OKC, although that was basically a G League team. But, you know, even the Cavs game, like, I wouldn't say the Warriors brought their A game that game, but they still end up winning that game comfortably. They were never in danger of losing that game. So that's kind of the difference right now. And I even kind of felt like tonight, J.D., Tonight was a big turning point for this team because, I mean, if you think about it, we've seen this movie before this year where it's winning time, it's a close game, maybe even the Warriors have a lead in the closing minutes, particularly on the road, Orlando, Charlotte, Memphis, Boston. I mean, we've seen this movie so many times. But tonight, they finally did enough down the stretch. And again, it was Steph, but it was also some terrific defense. I mean, Draymond and, and, and Loon and, uh, you know, even Wiggins. Like, guys stepped up in crunch time and made some really big defensive plays. And that's what it takes to close out games on the road. Yeah, you got to score, but you got to get stops and, and get out in transition. And I thought that they did that tonight. So this was a box, really, for me, they hadn't checked literally since MLK Day, since they came back and beat the Lakers that night. And that was a whole different game script because, you know, the Lakers had the big lead and then they kind of tricked it off. Uh, they kind of messed around with the Warriors in that game. Tonight it was, hey, you're just throwing haymakers with Philly. Philly made the run late, and then you still did enough to hold them off. And I, So I thought this was a really important win for them tonight from a confidence standpoint and just from a, a, a belief in oneself standpoint. So big, big one tonight. Yeah, and to your point on that, that Laker game was three months ago, yesterday. <laughs> three yeah. months ago in the course of an NBA schedule. I mean, that was January the 18th. So we're talking three months ago, the last time the Warriors had a road win uh, that big. They've had some, they, you know, the one one in Memphis shorthanded, the one in San Antonio, but nothing against one of the big boys. Nothing against right. one of the big boy teams uh, in the league. Winning at Dallas, you know, when they were shorthanded. There were some impressive wins in there, uh, but those were wins against teams that are of their ilk or maybe even slightly you know, beneath them in terms of, of where they were in the standings at that particular point in time. This one was against the best team in the East. I know, no Ben Simmons, no Tobias Harris. Who cares? They still had Joel Embiid, who's getting everybody's MVP vote, and they were <laughs> able to get the, the, get the job done uh, and win this game and make life difficult for Embiid playing without his friends along the way. Let's get to Antonio in Oakland. Antonio, you're up next here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Oh, man, the Warriors, man, what a, they beat the number one team in the East right there, man. Hey, Steph, man, he, he got to be a top four, top five MVPs, man. That guy is just incredible, man. He's like that Lupe Fiasco song, superstar. You know how that song goes, man. But, yeah, man, that dude is like, he's really, he really is Jerry Rice on the court, though. He's always breaking records, looking so smooth and just dominant, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just love it, man. Like, that, that dude deserves a uh, Another ring, another ring this year. If we had Clay, we would instantly be title contenders. We'd be guaranteed top two, three teams. But man, I'm proud of the Warriors tonight, man. Just you know, kept that winning streak, or you know, kept a little little winning streak on the uh, or a winning record on this road trip. So I'm, I'm just happy, man, to be a Warriors fan, man. We got that guy Steph every night, have a chance to win because of him. You know, so but, thanks, kidding. Antonio. Appreciate it. Good, good stuff from Antonio in Oakland. Check it in. 888-957-9570. We'll keep uh, Warriors wrap-up going uh, until about 8.57. We'll pause at that point uh, and, and flip over to the final word. we got a bunch of great sounds still to play coming up here uh, in, the, in the next segment uh, as well. We also got who's hot and who's not. Uh, but 888-957-9570. Uh, you're not going to want to miss what Stephen Curry had to say about playing against his brother, Seth. And Seth was getting the better of him early. 
in this one. Uh, we got some great sound from Steph talking about that matchup and rivalry. Uh, that's all straight ahead here as Warriors wrap-up continues with J.D. and Covey on 95.7 The Game. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Draymond up the floor, pass inside the Wiggins for a layup. A beautiful pass by Draymond Green as he deked the Philadelphia defense, staring at Steph Curry the entire way down the floor and then threw the no-look to Wiggins. My goodness. That was vintage Draymond Green. Now, back to Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson and Ryan Covey on 95.7 The Game. One of six assists on the night for Draymond Green. He he went with the uh, Charles Barkley, not happy tonight, Covey. Triple single tonight. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Eight, six, and six for Draymond. But the difference, and and you pointed it out earlier, the difference between Draymond scoring eight or ten and him scoring two or zero is, I mean, it's just, it's the difference between winning and losing a lot of nights for the Warriors, to put it bluntly. No question. And that dime right there on the highlight coming in, great highlight from Sterling, that was a sweet pass to Wiggins. And to me, that was when it was like, oh, okay, they got this. Because how many times have we seen him down the stretch struggle to unlock the opposing defense and get buckets in crunch time? It, you know, they've had enough gaffes of their own on the defensive end, whether it's bad fouls or turnovers. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it takes two to tango in crunch time as well. They've got to get buckets of your own. And you knew that, you know, Philly was, was feeling like they, they were going to take over this game and, you know, come back and, and beat them. 
momentum. I mean, the Warriors had a seven-point lead. Philly went one on, what, a 10-0 run, I think it was, and, and flipped that thing around. And, um, you know, Steph put them on their back, and, and ultimately that was a big play from Draymond, too, hitting Wiggins in transition for the layup. At that point, I was like, oh, okay, like they, they got this. You know, we don't, we don't totally feel comfortable until, you know, they're up by like nine with like a minute left. You're like, all right, now you can start breathing again. But that was a big bucket for him. Yeah, Philly got it to, what, 101.95, and then Steph hit the, the, the final of, of a, a couple of big-time daggers to the different portions of the game. I thought, all right, that's it. That's what did it for me was that, was the, was that one, like, officially. Like, okay, Steph, Steph put this thing to bed. Uh, another massive night for him. Uh, by the way, uh, we'll hear from Steph coming up here. Uh, Denver did tie that game again. Grizzlies were up <laughs> by five in the final two, and they're in double overtime now. Uh, with the Nuggets now leading in the early uh, seconds of double overtime, 127 to 125. So Memphis twice has had chances to put that away, uh, but Denver twice has been able to tie it and, and force overtime. So uh, Nuggets up two. Uh, that's a big one for the Warriors. If uh, Denver can pull that game out, the Warriors would be within a game of Memphis for the eighth spot uh, in the Western Conference, and that would mean... <laughs> Uh, obviously a big you know a, a big difference as far as you know having two opportunities to to win one game uh to get yourself into the playing tournament and uh yeah Jokic is going off a sweet little post move there so the nuggets are actually up 4 now uh and they've scored 9 straight uh going back to the end of these first overtime so again we'll keep you updated on that uh as Denver has the lead there with about 3:30 to go in a second overtime uh, in Denver, let's hear from Steph. Uh, we, we mentioned, you know, one of the side plots to this game was him going up against Seth, and, and Seth was getting the better of, of Steph in, in the early moments uh, of this one, uh, as he was getting buckets, and and Steph was missing a couple of shots and had some turnovers, and they were they were going up against each other head up as well. Uh, here's what the Steph had to say about uh, going up against uh, his bro, Seth. Absolutely. I, every single time he disarms me and gets under my skin, especially in that first, you know, five, six minutes, I couldn't couldn't figure it out. And he came out with that look. He got one right in my face and on the wing. And it was just like old times. I always love the opportunity to play. I mean, we're both in the NBA playing against each other, creating memories. It's special. It's not, nothing to take for granted. You know, thankfully, I figured it out down the stretch. But that first quarter was rough. Because he made it. He made it rough. Yeah. And and. I mean, point blank. I mean, Seth, Seth was putting him on him a little bit, putting it on him a little bit. Yeah, I just love, though, yeah, in that first quarter, right? The first quarter that, by the way, the Warriors were tied afterwards. And the last time I checked, NBA games aren't won in the first quarter. They're won in the fourth quarter. But, yeah, I just, Steph giving his little bro some props, rightfully so. I mean, Seth Seth played a really good game tonight. But, you know, I mean, let's face it. You know, on a night where Steph goes for 40-plus and, uh, you know, 11 straight games of 30 or more, another game of double-digit threes, Throwing some props to his baby bro, and, and I'm, I'm cool with that. But, you know, the results, the end result don't lie. Like, Steph, Steph was out of his mind tonight. And, you know, let's face it. I mean, the Warriors, Seth can score, but, you know, the Warriors, they went at him defensively too. I mean, they made him pay. So, um, you know, just a, a fun back and forth. Always fun, though, when these two brothers get to play against each other. That must be really cool for both of them, no doubt. Yeah, it really is. And as time has gone on and, and Seth has, has raised his game, uh, it, it, he, you know, seeing them go up against each other head-to-head, you know, that was something we didn't get to see a, a lot of in terms of guarding each other and the like. So that was kind of cool to see uh, at different points uh, on the night tonight. Uh, let's hear one more on this front from Steph. Uh, he talked about and was asked about the added motivation of playing against Little Bro. 
for sure. We some reason I don't know. Somebody probably look it up. We've missed a, a lot of opportunities to play against each other because of injuries. Even back when he was in sack, like four years or four or five years ago. So this tenth time we play, and I knew it was the last opportunity this season. So yeah, definitely wanted to. It would it would have taken a lot for me not to play. Yeah, and and obviously Curry, uh, Steph missing the the last game uh, in. in uh, San Francisco. I actually think they both missed that game, if, if I'm not mistaken, back uh, in San Francisco on, on March the 23rd. But uh, regardless, Steph missed it, so <laughs> they weren't going to be going up against each other in that one uh, on, on that particular night. But yeah, it's got to be fun. It's got to be a lot of fun to go up against uh, a little brother. And, and Seth has carved out a nice he's carved out a nice career for, for himself uh, yeah, both Steph and Seth. I just went back and, and looked at the box score there. Me too. Yeah. Uh, unavailable uh, in that one on, on March the 23rd. By the way, uh, update in Denver, uh, the Grizzlies have gone on a run uh, since the Nuggets uh, took that, that, that lead, and now Memphis is up uh, 131 to 129 with two minutes to go. So back and forth. Great, great ball game uh, in Denver, and uh, now 132 to 129 uh, on a free throw by the Grizzlies. Yeah, 7-0 run there. Wait, he said, though, Steph said this is the last time they're going to see each other this year, so we're just discounting that they could play in the NBA Finals? Really? I mean, come on. A little Curry on Curry in the Finals? Uh, no, but I, it's so funny. Like, Seth really has carved out a, a nice career. And, I mean, if you think about it, you know, he signed the big contract in Dallas. Like, you know, he it must not be easy being Steph Curry's little brother, right? I mean, think about it. You know, and, and Seth, he's a terrific shooter. Obviously, it's in his blood. But um, really, really cool that he's had the career that he does because he just seems like such a you know a cool cat he's a curry you know what i mean so you know you root for him no doubt and uh i don't know jd is your pizza ready or something I got, yeah i, I don't know that that phone <laughs> yeah don't don't mind my landline phone i thought i had it <laughs> muted or ripped out of the wall don't don't mind my landline phone as it rings here i think that phone's rang about 10 times in the nine years that i've lived at this particular uh yeah. residence uh, yeah. So I'm I'm actually not gonna answer it. I hope it stops though. Sometimes, <laughs> yep. All right, I think that's it. Uh, it's funny. You, I, your yeah, your pizza delivery guy was outside or something. I don't know. No, I mean if he was, he could call me on the cell phone, and right, I would at least up, yeah. see. Yeah, I would at least see it. Now I am using the phone to do the broadcast. I know we have uh, you know different ways that we were able to broadcast from home, uh, sure. but 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 I can. I will get a notification if I had a missed call. So, no, it's not the pizza that I ordered. It's not DoorDash or any of that. So, uh, but, yeah, that, that phone, that is funny. That phone will ring at the strangest time. And the only people that have the number uh, are, like, my parents. But I've told them, hey, even in, even in the most emergent of emergencies, don't even bother. Just, just, just blow up my cell phone uh, and not that one. So, yeah, that's a, that's a strange one. Uh, it's a strange one on a Monday night and I haven't disconnected. I know I have one of those people that has a landline, one of the few. Well, I, I had one for a while. Uh, you know, when I set up the studio, I had a, you know, a podcasting studio set up. It's funny. I had that thing set up for like two years in my, uh, in my office. And then my wife moved in. She started moving in when we were still just engaged, uh, right around COVID time. And so I decided it'd be a good idea because, you know, I want to make some room for my wife's stuff. So I shut down my podcast studio. I had a beautiful desk set up, broadcasting, landline, uh, you know, the whole deal. Uh, and I shut that down basically right when we started working from home. So now I'm basically doing the show off of a television tray in the family room. Uh, so I've been, and now we're also <laughs> selling this place. So I've been jettisoned out to the family room anyway. So it's, it's crazy 
days. It would have been perfectly set up for uh, for COVID, and I broke it down like literally a week before we started working from home. Great timing, JD, as always. Uh, it's all right though. You're you're living that best life, man. I I know you're you're We're living trying, that baby. best life, man. You're, We're you're trying. You're scrolling through it. You're moving. You're you're moving and shaking. Wife's doing well. You're doing well. Nah, man. You're 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 crushing it. No no doubt. So yeah, sure, but it, it just if that ever happens again here in the I, I don't know month <laughs> or month plus that we've got left doing this uh, from home, uh, just yeah, just ignore it. Now if the fire alarm goes off, then at that point I'm gonna have to maybe take a take a walk, and you're gonna have to pop me down. I got you, baby. I'll cover you. I got you covered. No problem. By the way, Denver has now flipped it again. Denver's yes. now up three. Joker just hit a big three. This is a monster game, by the way. I mean, honestly, I, I'm kind of keeping one eye on it as well. Just a, a terrific game. Jokic's post moves, J.D., like the little drop steps and, you know, the, the way that he uses his plant foot and just, you know, little subtle pump fakes and just the way that he spins and contorts himself and then the little jump hooks that he tosses up. I mean, his his post play, it's it's beautiful. It's it's almost like the way Steph Curry shoots threes. Not not quite on that level. I mean, that's that's obviously at the highest possible level. But Jokic's the way that and Embiid too, for that matter. But you know, because he's so good with that mid range as well. But Jokic is just butter. Anywhere near that key, Jokic is just butter. It's so cool to watch. Yeah, it is, and and then he'll pass out of it too, and he's got the 100%. footwork and the ability to score, and then he'll just step out and drain a twenty four footer, which he did just. after that, like like it's nothing. <laughs> Uh, and and it's you know that that's the the part especially and, and we've seen this before you know they had that playoff game where he played what sixty three minutes or something in, in Portland when those two teams played a couple of years ago and uh, he just he seems to I know he got himself in better shape last year during the the the, the COVID break and came back in the bubble and and it dropped a bunch of weight and everything but yeah he. He looks incredible and, and able to, to withstand. But to be able to play in the two overtimes at altitude and go to work like he did and then be able to, to also step out and knock down a three, it's, it's impressive, uh, impressive stuff here. Uh, final couple of minutes for us. Warriors wrap up on 95-7 the game. We'll flip it at the top of the hour into the final word. Uh, we'll get into some football conversation. The 49ers at the Trey Lance Pro Day today in Fargo. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll be talking about that. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Final couple of minutes though. Let's get to who's hot and who's not. Uh, sponsored by Exergen, accuracy matters. Uh, I mean, it's it's Stephen Curry. I mean, that's it's just it's going to be Steph Curry every single night, maybe for the rest of this season. But forty nine again. He's averaging forty. He's got the lead now in the NBA over Bradley Beal in terms of scoring. Uh, I mean, there's just not enough to say. Uh, about Steph Curry. I do have some who's nots for tonight. Okay. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Poole, one of seven. Kent Bazemore, 0 for five. Uh, those two, though, specifically have been playing pretty well during this stretch, so nothing to be too alarmed about. Uh, did, did, you have a, did you have another either hot or not nod that you wanted to give tonight? Yeah, so I, I co-sign on the Baysmore. Pool was a plus nine, so but one for seven kind of speaks to you know his night. Uh, but Baysmore, I totally agree with. As far as a who's hot too, I got to give some love to Damian Lee. I mean, five of six, six boards tonight was a plus sixteen, uh, blocked a shot. Damian Lee is a try-hard guy of all try-hard guys. He's got a little Juan Toscano-Anderson in him. And, and look, he, you know, he may or may not be here on this bench next year, but for the rest of this year. 
Steve Kerr is going to be looking to Damian Lee for some pretty serious contributions. I mean, he played 32 minutes tonight, and I know Kelly Oubre was still getting back up to game speed. I actually thought Kelly Oubre played a pretty nice game, uh, especially for a guy that, you know, had missed a little time and, and, you know, was still kind of getting back into game shape. Damian Lee was terrific tonight. I'll, I'll say this. Like, I don't think they win this game without the defensive and really the two-way contributions of Damian Lee through, like, the, you know, the, the end of the first quarter and, and really into the second quarter. Uh, I thought he played a terrific basketball game tonight. Yeah, Damian Lee for sure, uh, and nods we gave earlier to Kevon Looney and Andrew Wiggins. Not necessarily hot from the floor, but but contributing to winning tonight uh, for the Warriors in addition to Stephen Curry with the career night. Uh, I mean, the 40 or more again, 49 points again. You're just continuing this torrid career stretch uh, where he's averaging 40 over these last 11 games. And good news in Denver, the Nuggets are going to win this game. Uh, by the way, Nikola Jokic... 47, 15, and 8 in this game. Oh. 47, 15, uh, and 8 for Jokic. Uh, and the Nuggets are up 5 with 9 seconds to go. So Denver is going to pull that one out, which would mean the Warriors would be within a game of the Grizzlies for the 8th spot in the Western Conference playoff picture. Yeah, he had to do it in double overtime tonight, though, so it's still not as impressive as Steph. Steph did it in regulation, baby. Uh, but no, look, if it if it ain't Steph at the end of the year that, that gets the MVP, I actually really like Jokic and the passing, the rebounding, obviously the scoring. So um, I, I won't be mad if it's Jokic, but if it ain't Steph, it better be the Joker. That's all I know. All right, that'll do it for us. Great stuff, Covey. We'll uh, take a quick pause here and come back. We'll start the final word. we got an hour of that. Light them up, 888-957-9570. Uh, it's all straight ahead right here on 95.7 The Game.